Hey everyone, this is part two of a Georgia State football roundtable we did with Brady and Jordan of the Thursday Night Podcast, as well as friend of the show, Ben Moore of Panther Talk. Check out part one on Thursday Night Show, link in the description. Enjoy. Are there any um, draft uh, uh, potentials on either on our team, either this, maybe not necessarily this season, but in a, in a later year that we think somebody that will end up getting drafted by the NFL? I think Gilmore's got a shot. You know, Shamaris Gilmore does. I mean, he's he has really, really good film uh, for an inside and interior prospect. And guards are not always sexy. They don't always get, you know, drafted super high, as we saw here in town with the Falcons. Uh, you know, guys that will play tackle will slide inside. But he's got really good film. Um, you know, he plays with kind of a mean streak as well. I mean, I've talked to some folks, um, you know, that cover, you know, kind of NFL scouting things. Um, haven't reached out to a couple of folks in the NFL that I know yet, but um, just to kind of see where they're at. But he should have a draftable grade. It just depends on workouts now and and, and kind of, uh, again, he's going to do excellent interviews and he's going to check every box that way and has the size to be an NFL guy. So I think he has the opportunity. I think down the road, I think you have some defensive guys who have potential um, to do that. Uh, it's just it comes down to film and, and, and really, you know, can they make that next step to be an all, you know, league caliber player uh, really, you know, as a senior where they're really going to get on the, on the radar for a lot of these scouts. I'd also throw out Sam Pinckney. I was going to say the same. I was wondering if you'd throw him out there. Yeah, he's got, he's got NFL potential. I mean, his, his stats are, are, are tremendous and, you know, his, his height, weight, everything checks the boxes. I know he's gotten some love already. Uh, some folks that, that have seen kind of the, his film, um, you know, it certainly is, is very favorable. And I think you know, he could have an enormous year next year. He's just got to have more targets. I mean, if, you, if you target that kid 70 times, he could put up a season like some of the Arkansas state wide receivers have. Yeah, I think – the best balance of productivity and the prototype of what NFL teams are looking for at wide receiver. Cause Georgia state's had success getting receivers to the league. They haven't all hit it all the way. I think, I guess Albert would probably have been the best success story so far, but I think he might have the, the balance. Cause I mean, Penny was great in college and he's still battling in Seattle, but just because he's five, nine, it just isn't as much of an easy fit. Whereas Sam Pickney has that size and he's got that production and he can get the, the big plays down the sideline. And so I don't know when that would be. Um, I, I assume he'd probably play out his career here, um, but that would be down the line. I would, I would definitely make sure we mentioned his name. Well, who knows anymore, but players being able to like, you know, go become a free agent after, after the season, they can go where they want to go. So uh, hopefully, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully he sticks around for his entire career and hopefully we get, some one of these Georgia State guys drafted by the Falcons because I'm ready to push that button on the uh, the jersey as soon as we get a Georgia State guy in there. Maybe Noel Reese can uh, knock Koo out of the uh, kicking yeah, shot. He, cool. Speaking of Reese, he, he's got a pretty good shot. His his two year his two year uh, splits basically what he did at North Carolina A&T and what he's done this year. Uh, he's he's got to improve in terms of leg strength, but man, in terms of accuracy. Yeah, he, he, he should have a big-time opportunity, uh, cert, certainly uh, better than what Brandon Wright had. And Brandon Wright had a shot with the Jaguars as well. So um, you never know uh, with specialists, unfortunately. Do you know if Ruiz is planning on coming back next year? Or because this was supposed to be just like a one-year transfer, right, before the yeah. – don't know how, how far along he is in grad school. Um, and that's a, that's a good point. You know, I, I kind of wanted to see, uh, really get 
through finals week, which is happening right now, to kind of check in with the seniors and see where they're at. They're at. Uh, I've got a few guys that I've spoken with already on the offensive side of the ball who are planning on coming back. I know Matt LaMarshall and Jonathan Ifedi will be both be back um, is the plan right now. Um, you know, I, I think you're going to you're going to have those decisions being made with signing day being week from Wednesday. Um, you're going to want to see how many people um, I've said basically for weeks that you know, likely take between 15 and 18 guys. Uh, well, if guys choose to be done, then that number may go up. If they choose to come back, then that name number should stabilize as well. But uh, yeah, if, if Ruiz could come back, I mean, that's we, we pretty much all season didn't really have to worry about the kicking game at all and uh, knew he, he, he was pretty consistent. Uh, I think he, he what, had to miss against Coastal and I think missed a, missed a 50 plus yarder. And that really was all the ones that yeah, I could. One against ECU. It was the fourth quarter against ECU, which it was like 44-ish, I think, um, okay. which that was the one one where it was like, you know, but, you know, kickers, if you have one kick that was makeable that you don't make, that's a good for college. That's a good track record, especially no because, I mean, it made the difference in, you know, the Southern game. Southern oh, yeah. was one for three on field goals. Georgia State was three for three. Final score difference was two field goals, six points. Yeah, I was pleasantly surprised with this play this year, so it would be great to have him back. I mean, I think he only missed one extra point the whole year and, what, two or three field goals? And that's a team we were 80%. I mean, that's money. I'll take it every year. And I think that's a good thing that people need to keep in mind with the staff because coming out of last year, uh, one of the big – well, the two big questions, I think, was you know defense, defense, defense. But then also, like, what is that kicking game going to look like with Brandon Wright having left? There was no – kicker and so when Ruiz came from uh the FCS school it, it was like all right well what do we know about this guy well you know what the staff found a guy that they could come in there and have no drop off so that's that's that points to Sean Elliott for what he's able to do with a massive gap and being able to fill that just between seasons so. and pun and kick uh, I mean I don't think we, Michael Hazel wasn't maybe all sun sunbelt punting but for a freshman, did a good job, minus the one uh, weird snap against Arkansas State that ended up leading to points. But kick coverage and punt coverage, there really was never anything. I mean, punt returns are kind of dying the way of the dodo um, in general. But I felt like kick coverage, there were some good special teams, teams that came into play Georgia State and just kind of got neutralized. Louisiana scored on two against Iowa State and then against Georgia State just had absolutely nothing going. So it seemed like they had a good plan for neutralizing the special teams. I don't it wasn't necessarily special teams where they were making plays every week. And I think that's the next step for special teams is to be effective and directly putting points on the board, but it was really bad there for a few years under coach miles. So uh -huh. any progress is progress. <laughs> no doubt. So are we done for the season? Are we going to get a bowl game? I, I think we all kind of agree that nothing's happening with uh, filling in those empty two weeks with another mm -hmm. team, but uh, no. uh, that, that bowl game, it looks like probably when the one of the Montgomery Bowls is going to happen, but yeah, it, it the, the biggest thing ultimately with Coastal winning and continuing to win and having that crack of, of an opportunity for a New Year Six, uh, it does kind of throw some things sideways. Um, the, the biggest thing you have to look for now is what all bowls are going by the wayside because, uh, even, even as we've been on this podcast, there's been another bowl canceled, so that's 11 on the season um, that are going pretty much any of the West coast bowls are, are not happening. Uh, so you look at how it was going to work is you had the Sun Belt was going to use league record. So you're going to have 
Uh, you know, you knew for a fact, you know, Louisiana would be in, Coastal would be in, App State would be in, Georgia Southern would be in, we would be in if they took basically as record-wise one through five, and then just shuffle how that goes. I'm interested in seeing which is the first bowl to step out potentially and say, mm, we can go get two power five programs and bring them to pick a good place. Um, you know, it, it's, you know, Myrtle Beach Bowl being the first ever one, would they like to have Coastal Carolina? Sure. But if Coastal Carolina continues to progress and win, they win at Troy this weekend. Um, you know, they have an opportunity, obviously, to beat Louisiana uh, as well. So, you know, win that, could they continue to be, you know, a top 10 program at that point and, and, and have an opportunity? So uh, I think things look good for it. It's not guaranteed today. Uh, I, I expect it. I expect basically, a, you know, a conversation. And um, what I'm hearing more and more is it, it may be almost like a week thing where it's not going to be a traditional bowl experience, even for the players or the fans, where you, know, you may have a situation where the bowl announcement happens and the team doesn't travel till the day before. So it's not going to be a, hey, hang out of the city for four or five days and, you know, go and, you know, go bowling and go do this, go do that. They'd want to cut down contact. But um, as far as it is right now, I would say things look very, very good for, for Georgia State to get his fourth ever bowl, bowl trip. And if they don't, I say just tell any other school that wants to come play us at Georgia State Stadium. We'll have the, uh, the Georgia State Bowl, the Panther Bowl, whatever you want to call it, the downtown bowl, something like that, and we'll just make our own bowl game. That would be fun. Oh, Georgia Tech, it's a short drive. You can just sign it from anywhere in the world on direct flight. <laughs> if it's a situation like he spells out that like the power conferences take over bulls, I feel like, you know, you got to live with that. It's a weird year. If it's a situation where Troy were to get over a team you beat head to head and had better conference standing, then it'd be a different situation where I feel like there'd be a lot more gripe to be had. Mm -hmm. um, but I, it feels like a bull is going to happen. And if nothing else, it's just another set of practices for this team to get, especially with all the guys that are probably going to be back. So I think that getting back in the win column in a bowl game would be important and just looking good. And for what we were talking about earlier with the defense, continuing to put together that run of games, it'd be important. Um, but I think just above all, just more time for them playing and something that sounds like a reward for a winning season feels like it just, that's the, the, the win. Well, let's, let's call it the Yellow Jackets and have them come down to Mercedes-Benz. We'll play there in our own little bowl game. Apparently, Again, you got a million dollars? Apparently, yeah. you got to give them, you gotta give them two weeks. <laughs> you got to let them have two, two games played, and then after two games, they'll play good, and then they get credit for playing well. That's how it worked in basketball, apparently. Hey, transitive property, you know. That, that was a, a long way to install that bit. I don't think it worked, but we'll go with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, looking forward to next year, uh, we have a pretty cool out-of-conference slate. Uh, I mean, Army back at the Georgia State Stadium, Center Park Stadium again, at UNC, uh, Charlotte here, and then at Auburn. That's going to be a all to start all the first four games of the season, uh, barring any kind of weird, you know, week zero game happening for some reason. Um, which game are you the most excited about looking in, looking at that? Because that's a, uh, I mean, some good games right there. I think the road trip to Auburn is, is a big one, you know, have an opportunity to go down there. Um, you know, we, we've seen certainly that program, you know, every single year, it seems like Auburn fans want to fire their head coach. Um, so we'll see if it, if it happens this off season, depending on what happens with the, with the Tigers um, in, in the home stretch here. Um, but, you know, they, they traditionally don't start out 
super well uh, in terms of clicking on all eight. So um, you, you have a situation too, where you have, you know, an experienced quarterback potentially in Bo Nix back. Um, that would be a fun game for sure. You know, if, if fans can go down there and thankfully the state of Alabama has been uh, pretty strong about getting folks in the building. Uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to that, that trip. Uh, North Carolina could be, you know, top 15, top 18 team as well. So uh, both of those are, are pretty stout tasks, but uh, I'll take, uh, I'll take the trip down 85 South over the trip to Chapel Hill. Yeah, I agree. But what I do like about that UNC matchup is that's a home and home. So this is the first of the series where they come back here the following year. So that'll be really exciting. Yeah. For me personally, I gotta say probably Auburn um, just cause they're a bit of a mess this year and who knows what's going to happen after this year is over and going into next year. It's a good opportunity for us to go to an sec power and potentially knock them off and get a W. Another An SEC SEC win streak going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. All right, Brady, sell us on why Charlotte's the best game of the out of conference schedule next year. <laughs> I got to work on my salesman techniques. <laughs> Cause I mean, even like Ar- army would have been, you know, army's the, easily the, the army will be interesting. I'll say, I'll start with army just cause we can mention all of them. Army will be interesting because it'll be a point of like, is more of the same on defense going to happen because the triple option will test the team immediately on defense. Um, so from just how the season outlook goes, that won't be interesting. Charlotte, uh, most likely win yeah. of the four. <laughs> With you. <laughs> I, also, uh, it feels like one of the natural, I won't say rivalries, because I don't know if there'll ever be a real rivalry because it's kind of like, oh, it's Georgia State and Charlotte, but it feels like a natural opponent that can keep being on the schedule. And I think it's no surprise that I don't know how many games are I think still three more scheduled between them, three or four. Um, so I think it's something that over the years, I think it's a team that Georgia state and Charlotte will just keep going back to each other in home and homes and stuff. Cause it makes sense. And so continue to learn about this team that Georgia state is going to play a lot. There's a selling point, I guess. Yeah, I agree. I like it at the being as close as they are. And then I'm still waiting. If we can get this one week where Georgia state plays at Charlotte and the Falcons play at Carolina in the same Saturday, Sunday week. I want that to happen. So our schedule David Brown week. Yeah. yeah. Actually happen. Well, well, it's going to be on. Yeah. Our schedule's out there, Atlanta. Just go ahead and make yours match ours. You know, just cater to us, please. Thank you. Now is that like a four day weekend for you? Cause that's two solid days plus a Friday of, uh, drinking maybe we can get that uh, the recovery you know, day. game to be a Thursday <laughs> night game and just stick around the entire time yeah I'm all for it all right um seems like we're working towards the wrap so I guess I'll I'll end with just a way too early 2021 record what do you got well it's gonna be over six wins <laughs> <laughs> let's hope it's, it's going to be a tough one because I'm looking at the schedule right now, and obviously we don't have the dates for all the uh, Sunbelt opponents, but you know we play at Lafayette and at uh, the Trash Down South, uh, both those being away games, so that makes it a little bit tougher. And we also play at Coastal, so who knows if they continue what they're doing. That's three conference road games. It will be you know, a test. The home team has never won in that matchup, just, just saying. <laughs> okay, Still yeah. has not happened. All right, well then, so Ari, <laughs> then you can go and take a red marker and put a W on that one right there. Uh, yeah, you know, like we, like I started out the whole thing off with today was, you know, I, you expect uh, uh, over six wins or six or better. Um, I think you can. I think the way this team has played this season at its best, there's easily six wins uh, on the schedule. Easy, even just conference wins. 
So I'm saying 10 and two. There it is. <laughs> Seven and five. Yeah, that's that's where I was going to go. I was going to seven and five. Uh, I think the the non conference certainly is, is difficult with two P fives uh, there. But you know, with coaching changes at you know at South at bare minimum ULM, um, you know you you have some movement there. You're hopefully able to build off the momentum against App State. You host them at home um, next season. Maybe you can knock them off finally. Um, and have that you know, huge statement victory, um, you know, the trip down uh, down the Devil's Highway, down uh, I-16 um, would be uh, would also be uh, be a winnable game in, in my view if they they keep everybody on staff down there. So I I, I make <laughs> hashtag of keep Chad Lunsford just because <laughs> we do sub out uh, South next year and we substitute them with. Uh, David's favorite team, Texas State. <laughs> well, that's a win. Either way. So I'm well, that. Yeah. But honestly, looking at our schedule right now, it's just the home games. Uh, assuming we can get over the hurdle against App State, we should be favored in all of our home games, I think, next year. I mean, Army, maybe, who knows, there. But that's the first game of the season. But uh, we should have a perfect record at home next year. So then I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I said something similar on our uh, Thursday night podcast last week, but if we're having another one of these chats at the end of the 2021 season and it's more of the same, like, yeah, but the team could have done this and it'll be a disappointment. I think it is for, for my money, it's not as much of one this year because I think that this, the continuing winning seasons is important and that you saw a lot of growth from a young quarterback and all that. Next year, it's a different story. Next year, I think if there isn't an improvement on wins and there are not at least one of those like signature type wins, it'll be a disappointment. I'll say eight and four. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, you know, I I, I'd say for eight and four. I, I think that you can get a two and two split at non-conference. And then I think there's six wins in the uh, conference schedule. I'm not too high on a couple of the teams. And I, I still have questions about coastal sustainability if they're really going to be this and if they are that's going to be a tough game but i still got to see it in 2021 and so i'd say this is the year the step gets taken and i'd say eight and four is a tangible step even if it is only one more than the most wins the teams had it's still eight and four would mean something and we win the peach bowl (laughs) (laughs) and then if you if you work in one of the power conference upsets then you're at nine and three yeah Wow. I mean, I was going to go with seven and five. I didn't think Brady would go all the way to eight and four. <laughs> maybe, maybe we're learning something here. Well, if we are taking that step, then that's what's going to happen. And you know, we're obviously on the cusp of it. So there's no reason to think that it's not attainable. It's just, you got to go out there and play the game. And we know what happens to us when we do that. So. You guys got anything else? I think we're good. I'm good. Excellent. I'll just cut it, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I maybe there's just gonna be a natural halfway point. Hopefully. Yeah. I'll um. Uh. Once the audio downloads, I'll send it to. I'll send you a link to it. All right. We can figure out how we want to break it up. That's Jordan's purview. I'll let you guys yep. divvy it up. <laughs> yeah. I, I wash my hands of the editing process. <laughs> that that's my baby. <laughs> 
Thursday shares the responsibility for all this kind of stuff versus having mm. one bottleneck point for everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I got brought in as the guy that actually knew how computers worked. So <laughs> not for commentary. Like he says it like that, but like Jordan's the, what keeps the Thursday night train rolling. Like very underrated. Like it's easy to just say that, but like I'm useless with technology. <laughs> everything I've learned with this, I've learned from other people here. Yeah, well, ours is powered by Miller Lite. So yeah, we <laughs> stay on while David edits. edits. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Excellent. This is good. Good stuff, guys. Yeah, right. it was fun. Yeah, had a blast, fellas. Right, talk to Ready you. for the bull announcement to come like an hour before we're all going to drop this. <laughs> that would Already be getting ready to write a disclaimer like we talked about this before a bull was announced. <laughs> but enjoy it anyway. All right, talk to you guys later. Yep. See you, guys.